a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. You've seen in the news, right, all these groups around the country in cities where there are memorials and monuments to individuals of the past. And now we are digging into uh, all of their, uh, all the, all the terrible deeds committed by these individuals, right, and tearing the statues down. I, if I'm honest, I, I, we've spoken about it a little bit on this program, but I haven't jumped too deeply into the history. I haven't really engaged the arguments being made against many of these statues. I have just supposed uh, pretty generally that it's really just a, a hooliganism, right? It's just a, a bunch of people wanting to make some trouble and cause some destruction. And when one person gets emboldened, someone else nearby gets emboldened as well. And that spreads throughout a a group of protesters. And the next thing you know it, you're ripping statues down. I get that. You know, I get it. We've seen, uh, you know, mob mentality and such like that in the past. Now, in my criticism of these individuals, I am by no means defending any of the misdeeds committed by any of the individuals uh, in these monuments and statues. I'm not engaging that argument. Until now. Until now, there is an effort in Washington, D.C. to bring down something called the Freedoms Memorial. Also known as the Emancipation Memorial. And why does it have me worked up? Well, let's start here. Let's find out exactly what this memorial is. If you were to see it, it's a few blocks from the from the Capitol in Washington, D.C. It's not a place where too many tourists find themselves. In fact, uh, I, I was unaware of it until when my wife was pregnant for a little baby Piper. She asked me to get her some raspberry tea once. And... I, after work, I worked in an office building just next to the Capitol. I walked uh, to this Lincoln Park where immediately adjacent to the park and this memorial was a little shop which sold the the raspberry tea that that my wife needed to find relief as she was carrying our beautiful baby. Well, that was the first time I saw it. And I remember walking up and reading the plaque. I I took a picture of it and I have it here. I'll, I'll read it to you. It reads, Freedom's Memorial, in grateful memory of Abraham Lincoln. This monument was erected by the Western Sanitary Commission of St. Louis, Missouri, with funds contributed solely by emancipated citizens of the United States, declared free by his proclamation, January 1st, A.D. 1863. The first contribution of $5 was made by Charlotte Scott, a freed woman of Virginia, being her first earnings in freedom and consecrated by her suggestion and request on the day she heard of President Lincoln's death to build a monument to his memory. The monument depicts 
Abraham Lincoln standing and kneeling next to him, an African-American male, and the words emancipation in front of them both. In his right hand, Abraham Lincoln is holding a draft of the Emancipation Proclamation. And for some reason today, there are those, including the non-voting delegate from Washington, D.C., uh, Eleanor Holmes Norton, would like to see that statue removed. She claims that the statue fails to note in any way how enslaved African Americans pushed for their own emancipation. As if the desire to be free is, is lost on all of us. Delegate Norton, you, you think that as we look at this monument, we somehow uh, would, would be led to believe that uh, African Americans once enslaved in this nation didn't have the desire to be free? Come on. Just yesterday, there were law enforcement officers and officials who had to erect a barricade surrounding this monument, the Emancipation Memorial. Why? Well, because gathered there were a group of protesters with the tools and the desire to topple it. Now, if all of this that I've shared with you thus far hasn't been reason enough, to defend this statue and this monument. Let me remind you, a monument that was paid for in full by freed slaves. The first $5 were the first $5 earned by a woman upon earning her freedom, receiving her freedom, being granted freedom via the Emancipation Proclamation. She, upon learning of the death of Abraham Lincoln, decided to consecrate the first $5 she earned as a free woman to erecting a monument in his honor. And now there are those who would tear that monument to the ground. Let's go back for a moment to 1876. You've heard of Frederick Douglass? Yeah. Frederick Douglass was present the day this monument in Lincoln Park in Washington, D.C. was unveiled. The Freedmen's Monument. The Emancipation Monument. He spoke at length. I want to read to you the end of his speech, which he gave again at the dedication of this monument. It reads, again, the words of Frederick Douglass, Fellow citizens, I end as I began with congratulations. We have done a good work for our race today. In doing honor to the memory of our friend and liberator, we have been doing highest honors to ourselves and those who come after us. We have been fastening ourselves to a name and fame imperishable and immortal. We have also been defending ourselves from a blighted scandal. When now it shall be said that the colored man is soulless, that he has no ap appreciation of benefits or benefactors, when the foul reproach of ingratitude is hurled at us and it is attempted to scourge us beyond the range of human brotherhood, we may calmly point to the monument we have this day erected to the memory of Abraham Lincoln. Those are the words of Frederick Douglass the day this monument went up. That if ever insult or misunderstanding or foul reproach was hurled against he or any other African American, that they would be able to point to that monument which they paid for. Which they paid for. And say, no, no, no. Look at this. 
we have erected this monument to the memory of Abraham Lincoln, the great emancipator. And there are those, including elected members of Congress, who would like to see this monument come down. It's political pandering. And it's pandering to those who are ignorant of history and who are unwilling to step up and read the plaque on the side of the monument itself. It's absolutely maddening. And we have seen example after example of this. But this one, this one to me is just a, a bridge too far. If I were there, if I were in Washington, D.C. today, I'd be standing in front uh, defending this statue myself. From anyone who would care to tear it down, from anyone who would like to put it in a place where it was uh, shielded from the view of the public, this is an important one. They're all, they're all important in their own way. There are certainly arguments against many, but there is not a shred of an argument against this one. In a way, I'm glad that this debate has come up, specifically with regards to this Emancipation Memorial, Freedman Memorial, because it's given us an opportunity to remember uh, how this went up and the sacrifice made by those freed slaves to erect it in the memory of Abraham Lincoln, the great emancipator. All right, I'm going to calm down. The reason I share this story is both to highlight it specifically and also to shine light on the issue generally, that if we are going to pick a fight, we better have our facts straight. We better be able to defend our position. Because destroying statues for the sake of destroying statues accomplishes absolutely nothing but displaying and putting in front of everyone our own ignorance. It also does nothing to solve any of the problems that you're calling for solutions. It does nothing to address the signs that you hold up as you march up and down the street. It's a distraction. And it's destruction. I'm going to leave it at that. When we come back, I want to talk to you uh, about some of the uh, violations that were committed uh, here in Salt Lake City, specifically on May 30th, the night of the, of, of the big protest. I'm going to be joined by Salt Lake County District Attorney Sim Gill. He's decided not to pursue charges for those issued violations uh, regarding the curfew of that evening. We're going to find out why next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.